missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. And uh, right around the corner, Gene. Yep. We were at, uh, where the hell did I go yesterday? Saturday, we went to Michael's out by the mall. Yeah. I had to get a, a like a backing for a, a, a frame or whatever for mm-hmm. a, a poster. And there's like one shelf of Halloween crap, even though Halloween's still a week away. But they got a whole bunch of Christmas stuff out already. Oh, yeah, yeah. Toyland opened up at like Farm and Fleet. I yeah, think. last weekend, I believe. Uh-huh. So it's coming, and they're saying that now is the time to get your stuff because we might not have anything come Christmas time, right? They're trying to panic us into shopping. Well, early. I, I heard. A, I mean, um, Amazon released their Black Friday deals like a month ago. I heard an economist I was reading last week was talking about you know because of the logjam of the boats in California right. and yada 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 in the supply chain and I mean he was he was um, pushing exactly what we did last year Brian is shop local get your right. presence in Locally. the places in the community that you because you're actually helping the economy recover because the, we can't keep doing the supply chain issue it's right. a, it's a problem wow. so and you order online and there's going to be problems and maybe don't buy billions of dollars worth of crap. Maybe uh, right. shop local, have experiences, all the stuff you're nice talking dinner, about. A nice dinner yep, out with yep. mom or something you, or, you know, or a, spend your money at a spa you know, where you or live. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spend your money there. Maybe don't go out of your way to buy something crazy. But if you are looking for yes. some gadgetry this this uh, this Christmas for somebody, I got to be honest. I'm thinking what? What? Roomba lawnmower thing for me. Oh, brother. There's are a you guy, really? So I there, know. <laughs> there's a dude out on like. There's a there's a lawn out on like you know where County B attaches to O, out there yes. kind of by uh, Fox Hollow. Oh, I've seen out. that. I've seen that one, that robot one. So I'm I took several <laughs> test rides with Great yeah. River Harley Davidson. That's one of the roads I like to take a test ride on because it's you know got uh, everything. It's got curves and speed and all that stuff. And and I saw the robot lawnmower thing, and I'm thinking, man, that would be great. Just throw it out there and like let it do its job. I mean, but. They got to be thousands of dollars. These I have robot no idea, lawnmowers. but I've seen that one out by Fox Hollow. But I, you know, part of the problem too is that like during the summertime, I'm really busy with the 95 days of summer, and I thought, man, it'd be great to have something like that that does the job for me, right? Especially in a pinch where like maybe this week I don't have time to get to it, and this thing just drives around and, and takes care of it. But uh, some gadgets that we want for holidays include no big surprise these, these are all no-brainers here xbox series x yeah, yeah, i'm assuming yeah, your kid, yeah. kid all is all about those that. well they, even the the playstation from last yeah, year is still PS5s. hard yes yeah. uh smart speakers mm-hmm. i don't we, we we've got a google home and i don't know my wife doesn't use it it just sits there on the shelf uh wearable fitness trackers right people love these things mm-hmm. fitbits apple yep. watches you find out how how good you're sleeping find out how many steps you got find out what your heart rate is all that stuff uh, number six on the list of the top gadgets we want for the holidays, a little higher than the Xbox Series X is the PlayStation 5. Uh, smart exercise equipment like the Pelotons or those things on the, mm-hmm. the TV screen thing that you work yep. out in front of. I don't know, dude. Peloton, why would I want one when I got to pay thousands of dollars for the stupid bike and then I got to pay a monthly subscription and it doesn't work if I don't pay the subscription? That just seems dumb to me. Uh, wireless headphones, number four on the list. Yeah, you don't have uh, a jack on your phone anymore, so you can't just plug headphones in. You got to Bluetooth everything. Uh, robot vacuum number three on the list. I did see a friend of mine on social media say that they had been thinking about getting one, and they got one, and then they really liked it, and they were they felt really weird about liking it. Um, video doorbell, so the rings and stuff like that to keep an uh, keep an eye on your packages. 
porch pirates, right? Seems I was thinking about door. those. I was thinking about that. One of those. T-Bone. Everybody I know has one, it feels like. T-Bone the engineer got one in the back alleyway so he can see who's messing around in his garage. Well, whatever. <laughs> Wherever you need it. And again, these are some of the top gadgets that we want for the uh, holidays. Number one on the list. New phone that's 5G. That's what everybody wants. All the 5G phones. It was funny to be at Lambo yesterday and be surrounded by all sorts of, you know, it's a melting pot of people. There's millennials and there's older people over here and everybody's got the smartphone now. There's no more old lady with the flip phone or no phone. She had the smartphone and she's doing self and she's she, probably oh, somebody's yeah. grandma yeah. and she's just loving it, man. <laughs> yeah, she's tapping and tweeting and texting in the whole nine yards. But there you go. Some video uh, stuff that, or some gadgets that we want for Christmas. I'm th- I, I doubt I'll get one, but uh, I thought about it, man. Seeing that automatic lawnmower, that robot lawnmower out there, out on County B, the guy's got a massive lawn. The pro- could I put I put it in the backyard with all the dog bombs? Does well, I think you'd have to things? clean it up first. All right, so I'm mean, already doing the work. I might as yes. well just run the mower. Out <laughs> well, there. kind of. Okay. All right, all right. Might as well just mow the damn lawn myself. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content. That I think it should have. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The best little sub shop you've never heard of. Which is probably not true. You probably heard us talking about them. Was there last week. Had a uh, half a Reuben. And soup, didn't and you? And a cup of that. Roasted red pepper gouda, which was phenomenal. Wife went with uh, some kind of Italian sandwich with pepperoni and stuff in it, and she also had a cup of the soup. Also grabbed some cheesecakes, because that's what you do when you go to the sweet stop and sandwich shop there in Preston. But uh, going all the way back to 2012 on this one, a uh, a sad but uh, inspiring story about a team that came together when a kid needed him most. He was setting up a teammate to score a fitting touchdown in memory of his late father who had died just two days earlier from a catastrophic stroke. I know. Horrific, right? The player in question, Logan Thomas, a devoted freshman varsity football player who had never registered a single carry before in his career, still reeling from his father's death, uh, his father's death Thompson suited up for the team nonetheless, providing security for the team's upperclassmen. Yeah, he... I mean, two days earlier, his dad dies out of nowhere, out of a stroke, you know, but he dress, he suits up because that's what he wants. I mean, right. he needs some sort of focus, right? Some sort of reality, you know, to, to, you know, maybe for a few hours detach himself from the awfulness that he just uh, experienced. During the uh, team's win a week earlier, uh, the coach had encouraged his players to pull up short of the end zone if given the chance, setting up the stage for this kid to have his, for Logan carry, to have right? his memorable first carry right into the end zone. Yeah, so this guy, uh, Logan Thompson was his name. St. Clairsville, this is in Michigan, I believe, right around Ann Arbor, uh, appeared in his first varsity football game days after his father, Paul, suffered a stroke. And then he discovered the body. Logan and his younger brothers, Landon and Lanson, were getting ready for school. The father... Mm dies, uh, is unconscious after suffering a stroke. He had to beat down the door of his parents' bedroom with a baseball bat to get in and try to help his father. Uh, his dad was taken away by ambulance. Younger brothers went to the homes of their, uh, the home of their neighbors. Uh, mother left for the hospital house. Silence. Mother returned. Logan discovered that his father, just uh, 44, was dead. 
And, uh, of course, then you got to make all these plans for a funeral and a casket and all that other stuff. And uh, two days later, his football uh, game, his, his team came together, and uh, there was a player that was running towards the end zone, could have easily scored a touchdown, but went out of bounds at the one-yard line. Uh, and everybody on the team knew why, so that Logan Thompson, uh, for just a brief moment, could maybe forget about the pain of his father's uh, his father's death. So there you go. The Monday morning throwback. You can read more about that story and hear the rest of that audio uh, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Monday morning throwback each and every Monday right around 740 brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Nothing in life is free, Shaw. Uh, this, nope. This guy had to pay for it, but... He found a loophole, and I can appreciate the loophole. This guy took advantage of a loophole. Okay. And uh, it worked out in his favor, and he saved thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of several years, Shaw. Uh, Mel Magazine, never heard of it, don't know what it is, but they just did a big profile on a guy in California who found a loophole in an amusement park's annual membership and used it to get free meals every single day. (laughs) Okay. This guy's name is Dylan. He's 33 now, but back in 2014, seven years ago, so do the math, he was 26, fresh out of college, landed an internship at an engineering firm in Santa Clara, uh, Clarita, California, where Six Flags Magic Mountain is located. So he was only a couple minutes away from the Magic Mountain. Uh, He looked into an annual pass because he's like, hey, man, I'm going to be around Mm -hmm. here. Maybe I'll go over the park and go on some rides. That's right there. I can do that often. And found a promo that they were running for food for a one-time fee of $150. He could get, this is crazy. This is a, I, I would totally take advantage of this. He could get two free meals every time he went to the park. Every time he went to the park. So if he went every day, seven days a week, he'd get two free meals every day, 14 meals a week. And uh, it was unlimited, so he could do it every single day. Obviously, the average person would really never do that, Shaw. But Dylan's office was only a couple minutes from the park, so Dude, he paid. I'm going to go have lunch, right. and then I'll have some snacks later or something. Paid the 150 bucks, took full advantage. The only downside, of course, was that it was a uh, limited amount of food, right, sure. Shaw? The, like yeah. burgers and fries. Over and over and over There were some again. pizza and breadsticks, uh, yeah, some The sandwiches. downside is you're eating amusement park food, but. Right, and it was a limited menu. There wasn't a lot of options there. So he had to eat the same thing, essentially, and it wasn't very healthy, but it was free food, and he was just out of college, so he went twice a day every day for lunch and dinner did that for an entire year and he kept re-upping his membership and he continued to do it for the last seven years they they like never caught on right and he must not have told anybody because nobody else was like hey that's a hell of a deal uh he stopped going every day uh as he got older but he still goes a lot three or four times a week and finding the loophole saved him an insane amount of money for the first year he says he never bought grocery shop in the (laughs) first year that's all he ate gene can you imagine never having to buy groceries that's a lot of funnel cake uh, he be, uh, And because of all those free lunches and dinners, he's managed to pay down his student loans. He got married, bought a house. And uh, what's crazy is that this special is still available at Six Flags Magic Mountain out there in Santa Clarita. Uh, you have to buy an annual pass. I'm sure park. N- hardly anybody thinks good Well, now that this has gone viral and people are talking about it, I'm sure they're going to look into this and say, okay, we're going to have to change this. But uh, basically, you buy an annual pass for the park for $95, and then you buy a dining pass for an additional 110 bucks. So for about 200 bucks a year... Uh, you can go to the park as many times as you want and get two free meals every time you go. You'd have to live so close that that is, because oh. otherwise oh, yeah. everything's a hassle. You got to find parking, you got to walk, you, you know, to well, get your free again, breadsticks. If you, if you work five minutes from there, you know, a five minute drive, you work and maybe like, you know, at, right. on your lunch hour, you go over there. And You'd you, really have to be really close because it's an amusement park. So that means every time you, you've got to try to park and walk across the parking lot and ugh, yeah, oh, for I'm breadsticks. Sure, I'm sure it requires a... Uh, yeah, but hey, man, maybe it's good breast. 
Freeway here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Congrats to that guy for finding the loophole. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness. More, more, more. The Morning Sickness with Brian, Gene, and several guests in the studio this morning. We've How got nice. Katie, Joe, Tracy, and Adrienne. Is that Adrienne? Adrian, you get that close, a lot. Close, never, <laughs> never happens. Okay, all right. I apologize. I'm, 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 I'm Captain Regular. I do what everybody else does. That's, uh, that's how I roll. But uh, they're, they're from the uh, Great River United Way, and uh, we've been partnering with you guys for a long, long time, as long as I can remember. I moved here in 2003, uh, and ever since I, I moved here, I've been donating. I think it's like 11 bucks out of my paycheck. I don't even see it, which is great because I don't, I don't like that stuff. I don't want to deal with it. You know what I mean? I just, hey, Chrissy, you take care of it. And it happens, and then you guys benefit from it, and then a bunch of people benefit from it. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. The uh, The annual campaign is ongoing right now, and for those people that aren't engaged like you are, Brian, at the workplace, there are many opportunities to, to be involved. And uh, Tracy and I are um, trying to uh, gain uh, support and enthusiasm for this year's annual campaign that's ongoing right now. Uh, we have... Uh, the beginning of the Great Rivers United Way annual campaign that's uh, trying to get that added support and enthusiasm for things that are ongoing in the community. So let's say I'm somebody listening right now and I work at a place and I don't even know if we have a campaign like that. Where? How can I find out more? Where can I go? Who can I call? What can I do? Yeah, so if you are unsure if you have an employee campaign, uh, the first thing would be just to ask your HR department. They're going to know. We have um, those? Or is, it, is that Christy? <laughs> it's Christy. That, it's Christy. Christy. Or I oh, guess man. you just ask your boss, right? So All whatever right. department that I got that plenty would of those, <laughs> so I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, if you don't, so you can always give through your employee campaign. That's a great way to do it. Like you said, you don't even think about it, right? Just rolls right out. Um, huge, it makes a huge impact in our community. If you don't have an employee campaign, you can still do that on our website at gruw.org. You're able to donate. You can do a weekly donation. You can do monthly, quarterly. Um, and so that's also a great way to do that where you're not giving that burden on your financials. No, I, do I have to shout out to your husband? Because you said your husband's obsessed with me. <laughs> no, what's his name? Ex- do I got to say what's up to <laughs> him? Actually, not what you said at all. She said he's that's a fan of the radio station. That's what I heard. I don't know. My yeah. ears must yeah, have heard Yeah, he's a fan of the radio station. She, knows, she came but... in here. She's like, man, my husband needs your autograph <laughs> and some selfies. <laughs> Could you get on his said. snap? Oh, send him some snaps. What's his name? I got to say. Chris. Well, Chris. What's yeah. up, Chris? If you're listening, thank you very much. Your wife speaks very highly of you, except for except for your socks. She says, you know, can you just do something about them socks? <laughs> He's got some right. Oh, man. Tell me about, so, like, okay, a lot of people are asking for money, right? It's the end of the yeah. year, and we're working on these campaigns, and we want to um, help spread wealth and stability in the communities of which we live. And if I don't know how impactful the United Way is... Tell me about how many organizations and the kinds of populations you're helping by donating to you. Yeah, a lot of people don't know, but La Crosse County is one of the most densest counties in the state of nonprofits. And so we have a ton of places here that you can give, right? But the great thing about United Way is that we're collaborating with a lot of our nonprofits in the community. We're serving 52 nonprofit programs Mm. in the Cooley region, over seven counties of area we cover. Uh, We're also making sure that those nonprofits are working together throughout the community so they're addressing a lot of those complex issues um, that we're seeing in today's lives so homelessness financial insecurity food instability Uh, a lot of our programs are working together and last year our programs were utilized just over 500,000 times and so that really shows you that need in the community um, is there it's always been there and the pandemic if anything really just made that need uh, a lot higher 
And uh, just to kind of wrap up again, where where can people get more information? What's the goal this year in terms of signing people up? Is there a, a kind of a, a number that you're shooting for? Or? Well, there's a number that we're shooting for, but that number is really just trying to get as many people involved in the community and sure. donating as is possible. Uh, every year um, we are shooting for a number, but... Uh, we've seen that number dip in the last couple of years just because of all the struggles and hardships that people are going through. But it's really important to, to focus on coming together as a community, uh, helping each other through a time when, when we're all struggling. And if you give, more than likely, you're going to see somebody on the street today that your dollar impacts. Whether it's that kid that's walking to school or it's that family that's at the park or it's somebody that's helping to check you out at the grocery store. Um, you're going to see where that money goes. And if you go to gruw.org, you're, you'll have the opportunity to sign up and uh, give on that website. And again, what I really like about it here at our at our, our company is that uh, it's something that I signed up for. It's, it's not a lot of money. It's actually very affordable. And I don't need to think about it. It just sort of happens in the background. It's very easy, which uh, is, is me, Captain Easy Street. So I really like that aspect of it. So make sure you ask your employer if they have that kind of a program where you sign up and you say, you, you know, take an hour's worth of wage or you take this amount every month and you just do that that way. Or if you want to do a one-time give or an ongoing, you can find out more. GreatRiversUnitedWay.org. Is that okay to send them to? Yeah, yeah I'm looking at that right now That'll on my take phone. You there too, yeah, yeah. Give, advocate, volunteer, donate, all the information you could want about the services you provide, the organizations you work with, and how to give. Thank you guys very much. Thank Appreciate you. it. So it's a pleasure to have Great Rivers United Way in the studio with us, and uh, you can find out more about their programs gruw.org. Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. It's always interesting, Shaw. Usually about ten minutes before nine o'clock, right when the show's wrapping up, the line starts to form outside of Gene's office. <laughs> The sales weasels coming down to weasel their way in and get their meetings, ruining our show half the time, calling. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, Shaw. Phone ringing, ruining my program mm-hmm. that I've worked so diligently on the last mm-hmm. two decades, Shaw. Right. With their stupid, in- innocuous phone calls that make no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently... Door, Shaw. It rings in here. What's that? Hmm? What'd you... Nothing. Speak to DCK? No. Okay. Uh... <laughs> But apparently these people are good for work morale. They are. How's yeah. that? It's a new study done by the University of Cincinnati, and it found that the people who interrupt you with nonsensical things throughout your day while you're trying to work are actually good for your morale. I should have really good morale then. Yeah, because when you're trying to get work done, that's when everybody Constantly wants to interrupt interrupted. jibber-jabber with you. That's why I get the hell out of here. I can't get any work done when I'm here. I go home to get work done, Shaw. Mm-hmm. I'm uninterrupted there. Nobody to bother me. Dogs are sleeping on the couch. I'm comfortable. I'm with you. I got my own toilet to poop in. I'm happy. You know what I mean? I got the temperature set where I want it. The internet works all the time instead of spotty <laughs> like it does here. Uh, but if you've got somebody that interrupts you, and this is not necessarily for business purposes, Shaw, with like, hey, Bob, I need you to do this TPS report. It's <laughs> more of like, hey, how was your weekend? Oh, you know, hey, what are you eating for lunch today? That's oh, good you for know, your hey, morale, those are some nice, nice shoes you got on there. Uh, a new study found that interrupting your coworkers, which I'm really good at, y'all, interrupting, uh, when they're in the middle of work is actually good for morale. Researchers at the University of Cincinnati found it tends to foster a sense of belonging okay. and makes people feel like an important part of the team. Ugh. 
You know what I don't want to feel like part of, Shaw? A team. A team. I don't want to be a part of a team. Ugh. You know what I hated in school? Team projects. <laughs> Ugh. I got to hang out with these losers. Uh, they interviewed more than 100 employees every day for three weeks, asked about their sense of belonging, how mentally drained they were, and their overall job satisfaction. Also asked if they'd been interrupted at all that day, and it turned out they were more likely to say they liked their job and felt like a valuable member of the team if they'd been un- interrupted a lot. Huh. Not just a little, but a lot, Shaw. Like every five minutes, somebody's coming in asking me about this. Oh, did you hear this? Did you hear that? You know, uh, too many interruptions did make people less productive, obviously. They also felt a little more drained and stressed out short term, but eventually those feelings faded huh. and the positives outweighed the negatives. Yeah, it is interesting. So the more times people come down and be like, hey, you want to go out for a smoke or hey, you want to go your weekend? Get a coffee? Yeah. Hey, how was lately? widespread panic, Shaw? Right, right. So, Shaw, when I interrupt you. Oh, geez. It's really for my stuff. benefit. It's for your benefit. <laughs> Thank you. You know, when you're going off on the news and you're trying to get your job done and I interrupt you with, you know, nonsensical things. Nothing. That make no no point whatsoever. Because you can't hold the thought until it's, you're done. Right. To- I'm, I'm doing it to boost your morale. Uh-huh. Listen, I got a lot of things going on up here and I got to get them out. If I don't get them out, then I got a problem on my hands and I don't want to have that. Hey, it must be working. I've been here 30 plus years. So, you know. Well, you're one of the last remaining few. I mean, what are they going to do? Get rid of you? What the hell is going to happen to Don't this tempt place? them. Yeah, that's, trust me. They're trying. They're tr- crunching the numbers up right? there. Like, how can we get rid of more people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we do, Shaw. We have a lot of meetings about that. Right? You should join them. Of course they do. <laughs> come so, on now. When people come in and... And, 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 and they say, Shaw, how is widespread panic? Right. And I think, again, it's more about non-work items as opposed to something work-related. Like, hey, I need you to do more work. Oh, great. Now I feel like my morale has been boosted. Thanks. Appreciate well, sometimes that. you're in the middle of something and you're, you know, stressing about it. And then somebody comes up with some comment that has nothing to do with that. You're talking about something outside of work. And, and then you get back to work and, eh, you know, I, can, I got this now. You know, I don't feel like that. Sometimes I said I wouldn't say I do. I don't know. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just why are you coming in here talking to me? Uh, yes, is those people coming in here or are they on the f- I don't know, dude. I'm not the guy in charge of that stuff. Why are you asking me? Ask the person in charge. Right? Uh, do you know why? The, I don't know. The internet's down. It's not working. I don't know. Do I look like the internet guy? Uh, could you tell me why the bathroom door's not working? I don't know. I'm not the bathroom guy. Well, that's not. not that's just somebody asking a question. That's not interrupting know, you. With, like, it is interrupting me. It's like, I did you see? I'm in here with the door closed. That's just asking a question. Look, if the that's door's the closed, building. don't come in here. If the headphones are on, don't talk to me. Right, Shaw? We have people that can carry on really extended conversations about nothing for some long period of time in this building. Duh. I hear yeah. it outside my office door. People just talking. and they go, Ten minutes in, they're still talking. You going to name names? No. No. All right. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Recent survey. A poll of about... Survey two, says. About 2,000 Americans. So not a wide swath... Of Americans here, but according to this poll, they found that 63% of us believe in some type of paranormal activity, Shaw. Hell yeah, I do. You believe in some type of paranormal activity, Shaw? I don't think so. You don't think there's anything out there that we don't know about? I didn't say that. Then what is it you think is out there that we don't know about? Aliens? Ghosts? Vampires? Creatures Mm. at the bottom of the sea? Maybe. What is it? I don't know. But that's you don't what believe I'm in ghosts, Shaw? No, I don't believe in ghosts. At all. 
No. So not all as, all people die and their spirits just poof. There's, there's no nothing that no nobody happens to their spirits, but I don't think there's some they can't worm, linger. Dead food. people floating about trying to scare us. Well, well, maybe think, it's not as Yeah, as but I've said this before, Sean. Floating about. I don't think it's ghosts in the sense that we see them on TV and in the movies where there's a sheet or a apparition. What about Amityville horror, Sean? How do you explain <laughs> the damn blood and stuff? I've always said that I think there's some form of energy that gets left behind, right? Some sort of thing that may linger you can call it the soul, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. Shaw, but I think that there's something there. Okay. I, I don't know if I'd refer to it as Scott. a ghost, but 63% Scott, of people, uh, according to this poll, <laughs> believe in some kind of paranormal activity. Over half of us think ghosts are real. 57% of us, in fact, think that they exist. And 49% of people, according to this poll, even said they have felt the presence of a ghost before, Shaw. Hmm. Maybe when you were showering. I don't want that. I don't want to feel the presence of that, Sean. I don't. I don't. No. Hashtag no. Please leave me alone. Were you feeling something in the shower, Shaw? I was not. No. Uh, The the next three on the list are very strange. I don't know. Vampires. 22% of people think they're real. Mm -mm. Just over one in five people. I think there's people that bite necks and drink blood. And and they think that they get some sort of uh, healing powers or some sort of life from that. I don't. I don't. I don't believe it in the sense of, of like of they a, have to stay in the dark and stay alive yeah. and all that thing. Or garlic or, you know, all that stuff. Or they turn into Garlic! <laughs> yeah, drink garlic. <laughs> Put it up your rear end. It'll keep you alive forever. Uh, werewolves, Shaw. You think the moon turns people into lycanthrope? <laughs> no, I don't. If he doesn't the, believe in ghosts. He's not believing in that, are according you? According to no. this uh, poll, 22% of people in this poll think that werewolves are an actual thing. His hair you was get, perfect. That you get bit by a, a werewolf, and then you become one every time the moon is full, right? That's the deal? Mm-hmm. Uh, zombies, another 22%. So apparently one in five of us will believe just about anything, <laughs> according to this. Zombies are survey. a thing. Slow well, ones or fast ones? Because I can't do the fast ones. Give me slow, I'm, I'm good. Fast ones, I'm out. I'm Team out zombie, Shaw. Right? I, I think people maybe believe that there's some sort of... Maybe not zombie in the sense that they walk around and eat flesh, but the fact that Some people... Some half-dead creature? Well, that people can come back from the dead, right? We've seen it, right? People die, and then all of a sudden, they come back. Yeah, but they're not zombies when they do. Are they? <laughs> How do you know? Maybe they maybe they crave a really raw steak, That's you know? True. I mean, you never know. Uh, the poll also asked people to uh, about some non-Halloween stuff, Shaw. 39% of us think aliens have visited Earth. 27% believe in Bigfoot. And uh, again, with the 22% of people saying that the Loch Ness Monster is real. I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot, but there's got to be something in the woods, right? Some sort of creature we haven't seen. I mean, I definitely the believe are... there's one in the ocean before I believe the woods. Oh, you go definitely. way down go way in there, down Shaw. Down. Oh, there's who knows huge what the catfish hell? that are hundreds of years old. You, so. Who knows what's down there? There's stuff down there that you don't even know is down there because we haven't been down there. Oof. Do you believe in aliens? I don't, know. So... Yeah. I do. Real quick. I do. So you believe that the Earth, which has limits in terms of the ocean's depth, right? It can only oh, go man, so this deep. This is the space stuff, Shaw. You're going to go with infinite. You believe there's stuff down there, space, but you don't nothing? believe there's something in, in the infinite uh, what do you mean space. Something, yeah, there's fish down there. There's turtles. There's. Yeah, but you don't believe. No, space, alien, some other life that, form. What I'm saying is that the ocean has limits, right? It only sure. goes so deep, and then it stops, right? Then it's the bottom. It's the, it's the ground. 
this spa- outer space is infinite. It mm-hmm. goes on forever, as right. far as we know, Shaw. And mm-hmm. it grows. How the hell is that a thing? And you don't think that there's something else out there? That's There's no living matter out there anywhere. I didn't say that. I mean, plants are living matter. But... Okay, so only ali- plants? I get it. You don't think aliens like little green men in right. a spaceship. I understand it. But what I'm saying is you don't think there's any sort of sentient life form out there that's like on another planet sort of like we are? That has the, you know, kind of mental capacity that we do? I no, mean, we didn't say that. We said alien. Alien. Could be anything. Could Doesn't be- mean that they well, can I, travel here. I'm not sure how you're using the term alien, but... Well, life form. I mean, not just a rock floating in space with, you know, Nothing metals and dirt and everything. And not just an amoeba. No. Like something so, no, more. Some sort of civilization. If I Maybe if I'd seen one, I'd feel differfully. Dude, have you not watched Star Trek? <laughs> Man, you're, that's strange. That you believe that there's stuff deep down in the ocean, which we know there is, obviously, because they've sent Yeah, they're fish. Yeah, but we're talking about Well, it could be infinite. a fish. It's the infinite. Uh, that's, a, that's a life force on another planet, right? You're telling me there couldn't be a fish walking around I don't mean that it has its own ship and can fly here. Well, I thought, okay, that's what you're referring, that's what I thought you were referring to. No. By the way, you can take the poll on whether or not you believe in ghosts. Not an amoeba, meaning it's more than just a blob. Go to the Morning Sickness page on the uh, website or on the app if you want to take the poll. Do you believe in ghosts? Shaw does not. He doesn't believe in anything. It flies, it reproduces, it swims, it does something, Shaw. The only thing he believes in is fish at the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) There is water at the bottom of the ocean. But it's not all he believes in, is it? Space, which is infinite and continues to grow, he doesn't believe in anything out there. Ghosts, no ghosts, no spirits. No. Nothing, huh? Nothing. No zombies. Wow. No zombies. Man, you you are not on my team zombie, because if you don't even believe they're coming, how are you going (laughs) to help me defend myself? It must be a real treat at parties. (laughs) So, did you see that video of the zombies? No, that's dumb. That's stupid. You're stupid. I'm out of here. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not don't. carving a pumpkin either because that's stupid too. Oh, great. Now I got to get a gift for a zombie party now? Is that what, that's how Shaw operates. Like, I'll get you a fish, but I'm not getting you aliens. I'll give you that. All right. We'll take our poll. Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Whether or not you believe in ghosts or the paranormal. I. There's just too many stories out there. You know what I mean? There's too many people that have either seen an alien or a ghost or or Bigfoot. It has to exist in some form. I don't think it's. Uh, I'm not buying. I, I'm not too bought on the Bigfoot thing, but I'll do. I'll do the. I'll do the spirit, the hauntings of places or people. I'll even do the fact that there might be something else out there in space. But let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Go but let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the button. I also got a message on Facebook from Jason. Yeah. Says, Come on, Scott. How about those lizard people? <laughs> I said, Scott Shaw don't believe in poop. You don't believe in nothing. Lizard people. He doesn't. You don't believe in anything. No, I don't believe in Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster or zombies or ghosts or any of that stuff. Aliens? No. I can't believe you don't think that this I don't either. Aliens. I mean, I get, I, whatever. The How about you? The universe is infinite. It never Magnus ends. Magnus Monster, okay, I get that. Bigfoot, okay. But no they, aliens? No nothing out there anywhere else but here? Not in human form that I... No, I don't think there's other humans, but I think there might be some other form of That's life. That's why they're Shaw. called aliens, Shar. We call them humans from and Mars. I think we just go with the little green men because it suits our needs for movies and, and, mm-hmm. and theater and all that stuff. You know what I mean? It helps us, you know, visualize what... We, we don't know exists, right? I think there's, you know, certainly life. Life? In the form of plants or things like that. Only plants. Yeah. 
Moss. There's moss. Shaw there's, will give you that. There's a, a there's a there's a Very mushroom moss. or a moss out there. Yeah, but, I saw that. It but any into, kind of like it thing. crashed into Stephen King's backyard when he was on the farm oh, and he turned into a right. mossman. He, he blew did. his head off. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Tales from the Crypt. Actually, that was that Tales from the Crypt. What was that one? The does he go? He gets the the space rock lands in his yard and he touches it and then he gets the green uh, moss grown all over him. I don't think that's is that Tales from the no. Crypt? No. No, it's the other one. I know. I'm thinking. I think it is Tales from the Crypt. Ah, someone will, someone will correct me. Shaw doesn't believe in anything. All right, he's a what is that agnostic? Can you, do you believe in like um, possession? Like demonic possession? Yeah, you believe sure. in the devil? You think well, there's like, a man uh, living exorcist. in the? No. Was you that think a, there's so a man there's living a... in the core of the earth with horns and a pitchfork? Shaw? I don't. I do not know. All right. Well, you're gonna piss Sorry off to a lot. Of, you. You're gonna piss off a lot of people right now, Shaw. <laughs> You don't believe that there's a man Fire living in the molten lava in the middle of the earth in the core. It's not in the core of the earth, first yes, of all. Yes, it's where he lives. No, it isn't. Seven gates later, there's the devil. Boom. You got to go through seven gates, right, Shaw? I think that's how it goes, yeah. Yeah. Johnny Depp went down there, I think, with a book. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything's not a movie, Brian. <laughs> you just referenced, like, seven movies to make have- your point about things that well, you should believe or not believe. It's movie believe. day for Shaw. We're, we're playing You Killing Me, Shaw, so we got to we gotta warm him up. We'll see how he does. Well, later Johnny on. Depp was in that one where they went to the center of the room. Right, I think that was right. Tales of the Crypt, wasn't it? Who starred in that one anyway? I can't remember. I think it was Tales from the Crypt. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. And uh, it started out with a discussion about maybe a signed jersey or some cleats. Maybe some tickets to a game, and now this dude is cashing in. The ball guy down in Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah, the guy, yes, the 600 yards or, or what was it? Six, sorry, Six, Tom Brady's things. 600th touchdown. There we go, that's what it was. Byron Kennedy is the guy's name, and he's now Thank something you. of a local legend in Tampa Bay after this weekend getting the ball. and then giving back the ball from Tom Brady's 600th career touchdown pass. People are saying that this ball on the market could have fetched him half a million dollars. But he's a good guy? Well, I don't think he really, in the heat of the moment, understood the value of the ball. I think he knew he had something special, but I don't think he really understood. And now, after some discussions, things are starting to heat up for Byron Kennedy. Now, if it were me and I got the ball, I would have held out for an experience rather than money. I would have wanted, like, a weekend away with Tom Brady. Me and him doing stuff. Doing Golf, Tom Brady things. Golfing, going out on his yacht, having a catch in the backyard. I, You know, I got enough material things, right? Sure, I would like a jersey, autographs, all those things. Big man hug from Tom Brady. But, dude, the experience of hugging that man and being able to tell everybody that I hugged the goat. Right. I hear you. How many people get to say that? You can't say it. I can't say it. Shaw can't say it. Ring Boy can't say it. Ain't nobody saying it. Buccaneers have reportedly agreed to give Kennedy a package including season tickets and autograph memorabilia in exchange for the ball he originally got from Mike Evans. But Brady insisted on Monday Night Football with Peyton Manning and Eli Manning that he's also chipping in by gifting Kennedy a Bitcoin. Oh, now, what? Brady's got a vested interest in this because of course. he's got his he's got a Bitcoin thing he's invested in. So. Of course. 
Quote, Byron lost all his leverage when he gave up the ball. Brady joked with the Manning brothers. He should have held it, but I'm also giving him a Bitcoin. So at the end of the day, I think he's making out pretty well. The Bitcoin, by the way, is valued at just under $63,000. What do you do with it? Can he cash it in? I don't know. I had a big conversation with this about uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency yesterday. Oh, I'm assuming. Yeah. But big conversation about it. You can't walk into John's and say, hey, TD, I'd like Like to buy this. I'd like like an ice cold glass of beer for a Bitcoin. And TD would laugh in your face. You go in there with five bucks, you probably get yourself a a pint. But you go in with a Bitcoin, he ain't giving you crap. Except for maybe like, oh, good for you. Uh, Valued at just under $63,000, the digital currency would mark one of the biggest prizes Kennedy has received in exchange for granting the bucks. Game day request. Team is already committed to giving him two signed jerseys, a signed helmet from Brady, a signed Mike Evans jersey as well, as the wide receivers gain cleats plus a thousand dollar credit to the Bucks store and season tickets for the rest of this year and all of next year. So he's making out like a bandit. But again, if it was me, I would have held out for an experience with Tom Brady. I would have been like, "Look, I don't need all the fancy jerseys and bitcoins and all that stuff. I want a weekend with Tom. I want a big man hug. I want, I want that." I'll get it in writing. We'll have agreed amounts of time. We can have physical contact with one another. <laughs> I can call you. Like I can just, I can just call you up. You can buy a burner call phone, her. and you give me your number, and it's, I will text dude, you I, that all from the time. across the room the entire weekend. And then I can tell my friends I was texting Tom Brady, sending selfie. I mean, like oh, yeah. totally. Yep. Oh yeah, all that. Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. You know, they say you can sue anybody for anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you'll be successful. No. What's in a Pop-Tart? Not enough strawberries, according to lawsuits filed against Kellogg Company. Over the past year, at least three lawsuits have been filed claiming the brand's strawberry-flavored Pop-Tarts don't mm. contain enough actual strawberries. The latest suit, filed in New York, alleges that the products contain more pears and apples than strawberries. What? There's pears and apples yep. in my strawberry Pop-Tart? And the case wants $5 million They in should judgment. get it. What kind of lies are they selling us? A separate complaint filed in a federal court in Illinois raised similar concerns. They say the product's name, Whole Grain Frosted Strawberry Toaster Pastries, is false, deceptive, and misleading because it contains mostly non-strawberry fruit ingredients. Can I make an admission, a food admission? Okay. Dude... Go ahead. How would you eat a Pop-Tart? You just eat it? Oh, do you go all the way around the edge and eat just the crust first? Is that what you're saying? Can I make a food admission? Oh, man. A really weird one, Sean. Yeah, go for it, man. (laughs) When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I would I wouldn't bake or, or toast the pop tarts. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't want to wait. I'm I'm fat and I want to eat now, so I, it's you know instant satisfaction. I would take the pop tart out and I would break the crust off because that's the gross part, right? I don't like the crust, so I'd break all that off, and then I would spend a few minutes peeling the frosting, the off. frosting, and as much of the goo off as I could, and separating the back from the front, and then I would just eat the front, and then I would take my finger or my tongue and I would lick all mm-hmm. the rest of the mm-hmm. the goo off the backside and throw that out. You just wanted the goo then. The goo and the frosting, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> has the goo changed ever? Like, what is this lawsuit? Hasn't the pop tart been the same always? As far as I know, I, I'm not. Yeah, well, sure. then just they had to have changed the recipe at some point. If they realized it was cheaper to do pears and peaches and plums and whatever, what, what, or what it's just been the same dry ass pop tart forever. Well, you I, were licking it off and peeling your frosting back in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, that's the part I want. Just tell me the part I want. <laughs> Take and put frosting all over the whole damn thing. Get rid of the crust and just make it goo and frosting. <laughs> Maybe get you a spoon Us for that. Us fat, heavy-breathing people need it. 
Just like your stupid toaster strudels. Give me two icing things for each one of the toaster strudels. Not one. Those dinky little ass toaster strudel icing things can't handle a whole toaster strudel. What the hell's going on? You, some geekeroid, probably thought this thing up. Uh, this woman was multitasking. The owner of a drug rehab clinic in Florida Uh-oh. is now facing drug charges. Hashtag Florida woman. Misty Lee Gilly sold Spritz fentanyl. Spray. Misty Spritz spray. I know her. Uh, sold fentanyl right out of the drug rehabilitation center that she ran. She's been arrested. She's also facing charges of possessing cocaine. Mm. Agents say they found evidence of illicit drug use in the same room where Gilly held group therapy sessions. Oh. And a baby kangaroo named Scooby-Doo is in danger after being stolen from a Kentucky farm. Oh, crack. They say the 10-month-old marsupial needs uh, high-fat wambaroo milk and distilled water, and the manager of the stables thinks he won't be able to survive the week without it. Scooby-Doo was swiped about 30 minutes after the farm closed to visitors on Sunday night. Ruh-roh, Raggy. Ruh-roh, Raggy is right. There's a rash back. of kangaroo thefts going Bring on in this back. country. What is going on with kangaroos? Leave the marsupials alone. You don't want to know all the other weird stuff <laughs> I did with food, man. No, we don't. I just, I wanted the part I wanted. I didn't want to eat all the other crap. And that's fine. I just can't believe somebody's like, I'm all of a sudden upset about, I mean, unless they just changed it, it's always been that way. I don't look at a Pop-Tart and go, I expect there to be a lot of fruit in there. Well, you Where's know my from strawberries? the jump that Pop-Tarts, that's why they give you two in a package. Isn't there cherry, isn't there, um, speaking of beavers, isn't there like beaver sweat glands and <laughs> no, yeah, cherry flavored uh, stuff or vanilla. raspberry? I think it's vanilla or raspberry, yeah. one of the so, two. So, okay. Oh, a Pop-Tart isn't well, full of organic away, strawberries? That's how they get away with putting uh, natural and organic on those packages, Shaw. You ever watch that CBS? Yes, because like, it's beaver glands, 60, sweat yeah, glands. It's like, mm. it's like from their uh, anal glands or something. Oh, that's what it is, not sweat, anal, right. Yeah, no, it's worse. It's <laughs> sweat, okay, whatever. Do they list that on the ingredients? I, no, they call it natural flavoring. And that's how they get away with it. They don't tell you what natural, it is. All right. Yeah, it is. It is. It's right from the anus of a beaver, Shaw. <laughs> you ever? That's <laughs> how so you get your steak. <laughs> you ever enjoy the fruits of your labor? <laughs> oh man! Uh, what day of the week we is doing? it? It's only Wednesday. Oh my gosh! What the hell are we doing, Shaw? Stellar day today. Glad you had a good day. I had a great day with you today, Shaw. We're going to spook the hell out of you. We're going to haunt your <laughs> office. We're going to set up all sorts of ghosts and shadows and sounds. Maybe I'll believe that. You'll come in tomorrow and I think your desk I think God's going to smite you and make you be a ghost after you die. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, then I'd know. Then, oh, well, I guess they are real. You're going to run in all these, oh, so we're not real, huh? Yeah, uh, how you feel now, huh? <laughs> I'm getting shamed by the ghosts. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Watched the original Halloween last night on the anniversary Uh of its release. Okay. October 27th, 1978. Still holds up as one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Only kills a couple of people. Almost kills more dogs than people in that movie. (laughs) Well, he shows up at, you know, Loomis and the cop, the sheriff. They show up at the house. The Meyer residence, and there's a warm, dead dog there on the floor. And then he kills the dog that's the German Shepherd that's barking at him. Uh, that's two dogs, and he only killed like I'm only killed. He killed the couple. He killed uh, the girl he, and her boyfriend. Yeah, the the couple that okay. were banging. He yep. killed them. Uh, he killed his sister, obviously, at the beginning. Yep. He killed the one girl uh, who was babysitting the other gal. 
and then he killed the mechanic, and that's where he got the jumpsuit. You don't really see him kill him, but you see the dead body after Loomis finds the truck. Uh, but that's really about it. He doesn't really go on like a big killing spree, but he gets a couple of dogs in there. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite horror movie of all time, Shaw. It certainly didn't scare me the most, but it's a classic. Jaws, for me, is the one that scared me the most. Most people would put The Exorcist at the top of that list of movies that mm-hmm. are, are scary. Top horror movies of all time. I think most people would agree. I'm not saying it's everybody's favorite. But I think most people would agree it's one of the scariest of all times. And the fact that it came out in the 70s and it's still A lot of scary things came out in the 70s. But uh, according to RottenTomatoes.com, they recently put together a list of the 50 best horror movies based on some kind of formula. And factored in not only the movie's rating from critics, but the number of reviews that the rating is based on in the year the film was released. Go ahead and take a stab at number Uh. one. Uh, you're saying it's not The Exorcist, then? It is not. Exorcist, uh, not even in the top ten. Really? According I'm to go this Rosemary's list. Baby. Nope. Nope, because there's stabbings. Take a stab at number one, Sean. Hmm. hmm. Chucky. <laughs> Come on now. I said scary. <laughs> Best horror movies here. Uh, Nightmare. Nope. nope. What am I forgetting? Where there's Take a, a stab. Take a stab. Freddy. There's there's one very famous stab. Come on now. One favorite stab. Oh, um, uh, no, uh, in the shower. In the oh, psycho. Uh, psycho. Psycho from yeah. 1960. The shower. 96 percent fresh is their number one on the really? top 50 horror huh. movies, according to Rotten. This is RottenTomatoes.com. This is their their list, not mine. Right. Um, they have Get Out at number two. I again, really good wow. movie. I don't know if I would consider it like a, a, a like one of my favorites or one of the best horror more movies psychological. Of all time. It doesn't make you jump out of your chair. Uh, no, I, I I don't feel like it's uh, one of those jump scare type movies. Obviously, where like you're constantly waiting for somebody to pop out and scare you. But psychologically, it's it's it'll mess with you, Shaw. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you're watching the movie. But Get Out at number two. Okay. Uh, this is a movie I've never seen or even heard of. But number three on the list from RottenTomatoes.com of the best horror movies of all time is The Cabinet of Doctor Calig- Cal- Caligari. Huh. Does it ring a bell? From 1919. Oh, my goodness. A movie from over 100 years ago. Uh, the movie Us from 2019. Yeah. Another uh, Jordan Peele yeah, movie. Yeah, I was going to say. Is yeah. number four. Interesting that they put Alien, the first Alien, at number five from That's 1979. Yeah, well, in space, no one can hear you scream, mm-hmm. right? And this thing not only lays its eggs inside your body, but then rips itself out of your chest. The second one, though, is where you see the mother, you know, the, the queen mother, and that's where things get, you know, stay away from her, you, or get away from her, you bitch. Uh, King Kong, the original, uh, from 1933, is at number six. Nosferatu. It's got that, the fact that the movie came out so long ago, Shaw, 1922, and it's got that black and white thing, and he's got the creepy long nails and the look, and, and it looks like somebody that might actually be a real person, you know what I mean, right. as opposed to all a lot of makeup and everything. Uh, the Night of the Hunter from 1955. I've never seen that. The Invisible Man from a year ago. Where the guy had like a suit that he was wearing and had some sort of technology that made him invisible. You're I not saw saying it. hardly any classics yeah. out no. here. I don't. Yeah, we don't get to... Well, the classics are, are, are... Alien is really the only classic in there. I mean, we've got some ones from like early 1900s here, but uh, number 10 on their list. This is RottenTomatoes.com with their list of the 50 best horror movies with some sort of formula. Uh, that they came up with a quiet place at number ten. I like that movie, but I don't even. Jaws at number twelve from nineteen seventy-five scared me right out of the ocean. 
Um, and that's really about it in the top 20 for classics. Huh. Jaws and Alien. No Halloween, no Freddy, no Jason, no Chucky, none of that stuff. Interesting to see that list of the uh, best horror movies of all time, according to RottenTomatoes.com. There's no shortage of lists, obviously, to each their own. Watch what you want. We're going to be binging a lot of horror movies this weekend. That's for damn sure. You caught any recently, or are you just... No, but we're... <clears throat> no, I mean, it's not a horror movie. It's a series, but we were watching season three of You. Oh, yeah. I haven't got that. I watched the first two, obviously, but I haven't uh, gotten Done to that yet. Done season three yet. we yeah. wait till after It's Halloween. creepy and weird, right? And there's killing. Yeah. It's just, it's not necessarily a horror movie. But no, we haven't really. Wife doesn't watch that any. one with me, so I'll, I'll just binge that on my own after uh, we get done with all the Halloween stuff. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. We talked about the movie, Shaw, but there's another portion of Halloween that I think a lot of us look forward to. Yeah. The Besides glut- the mini candy bars? The gluttonous consumption of candy okay. bars. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been, I've, I've, I've dove Guilty. in. I, I dove in this week. I started like, oh, well, I'll just have a little, one they're little small. Snickers. And then, oh, they're just mini Twixes. I'll have a couple of those. And so, I went in. I got two different types, Shaw. I got two bags of the kind that we give away. And then I got another bag... So there's two different sizes, right? There's like the the fun size, which yeah. is sort of a, a mini candy bar. Then there's the treat size, which is like the one bite version of that. Yes. It's even smaller. I know what you're talking you know what about I'm talking about, yeah. Shaw? Yep. yep. Kind of like what Margie used to have in the candy dish mm-hmm. occasionally up front. And I've got right now in the pumpkin, we've got the one bites, the little one, the real little ones. So there's a lot less guilt when I consume several of those Got every it. afternoon. Yeah, you know, well, it takes walk, 20 of those to make a real candy bar. Well, logic works, yeah. Walk by and, oh, Twix. Oh, oh right on the top, my favorite, mm-hmm. a Twix. Oh, look at that, a Kit Kat. Oh, hey. Yeah, look at that. Uh, according to a, third, uh, a new study, a third of Americans admit they've intentionally bought too much Halloween candy before so oh, yeah. they have leftover candy to, that they could eat themselves, Shaw. Or you eat it before Halloween even arrives. Yeah, my wife very scolding me so much in the store this year. Like, now, don't eat all this. I'm like, you shut up. Don't tell me what to do, woman. I'll eat what I want. That's why I grew up. Uh, 40% of us have also bought additional Halloween candy in November because the discounts are too hard to resist. I don't do that. I'm, I'm just, I'm sort of done with it once Halloween's over, Shaw. Yeah. Are you similar to that? Or? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I've had yeah. my fill by then. Yeah, usually I'm kind of like candied out, and now I'm ready to move on to porters and stouts. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Winter beers. 53% of parents plan to steal some of their kids' haul this year. Oh, the rest geez, of them are liars. Hot, yeah, Everybody right. Everybody else is a right, complete liar. right. 41% of parents usually take their kids to a different neighborhood to trick-or-treat, either because it's safer mm-hmm. or walkable. Or there's just more candy to be had in that other. Now, homes are closer together, things Ooh. like that. That might be an issue, obviously, if you live kind of out in the boonies. Twenty-three uh, percent of Americans who did not buy candy okay. have had to pretend they weren't home when trick or treaters showed up at the door. Shaw, are you even handing out candy, Shaw? No, nobody knocks on their door. Who am I going to hand it to? Oh, I'm coming over to your house. You knocking on the door? So so much knocking. <laughs> you don't turn the light on though. See, you're smart. You just keep the light off. Right. We'll have trick-or-treaters. At our, we're going to be sitting out there. We've got uh, plans to do beers for the adults and dog treats for the, the pooches that come by and, of course, candy for the kids. One in nine people, according to this recent uh, survey, say they've handed out healthy treats on Halloween instead of candy. Don't be that guy. Yeah, nobody wants that. Don't be that guy. If you're going to hand out healthy, add some candy as well, okay? 
How about that caveat, Shaw? If you're going to do the apple, the right. banana, some floss or toothbrush, if you're a dentist, throw in a candy the bar little, as They'd well. sell those little, like, little mental pretzels, you know, the little uh, candy bag. I don't want freaking pretzels, man. <laughs> it's candy time, all right? It's the star of the show. That's what we want. That's what the mm-hmm. kids want. Give them what they want. It's one day a year. You know how disappointing it is to wake up on Christmas morning and open a present and it's socks? What do you want, slipper socks medium? I want something cool. I don't come out on Halloween decked out to the nines in my costume that I'm dying over all summer long thinking about this thing so you can give me an apple. You want to know why your house got egged and buttered? Because you gave out apples. Raisins. Raisins. <laughs> Look, you cheap bastard. That Put lady, some candy in the bag. The lady in our neighborhood that one year must have ran out. She was old, and she gave full-size boxes, like the giant cooking boxes of raisins. I, the kids are all like, what, what is this? What am I going to do with all these raisins? Like a pound of raisins. If I show up at your house and you put something healthy in the bag, I'm taking it out, and you're keeping it because I don't want it. Thanks, but no thanks. What the hell are you doing healthy stuff? Give me a break. By Lady, the, make with the fruit pies now. By the way, downtown businesses in La Crosse on Saturday, there's trick-or-treating. So if you want to take the kids and walk around, because you said 60 degrees, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So if they've got a cute little costume and they don't want to be bundled all up because they want to show it off. Downtown businesses, 11 to 2 on Saturday. And then um, a 4 to 8 for, you know, watch for trick-or-treaters on Sunday night in the dark and be careful. Yeah. No shortage of Halloween things going on this weekend. You can find many of those mm-hmm. trick-or-treating yep. and Halloween parties online at RoundRiverCity.com. Yeah. Bowers Market doing one and Corn Alaska, Maze and all that. Oh, Sparta. Yeah. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! It is the weekend, Shaw. The weekend is here, finally. It's Halloween weekend, and because of that, we're changing up the tune here. We're changing it up. Everything Halloween-related for our three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Halloween edition. I think uh, your boy... Is going to be kegging his fest beer finally. I had to get some new <laughs> O-rings for my kegerator. Did you blow in an O-ring? Uh, well, they, they, they lose traction over time. I see. And they get a little loose. And uh, so I've got some new uh, gaskets for my, my keg, my pony keg that I'm going to be putting my fest beer into. Okay. And I think we might go out to Eckers and drain some taps. It's their final uh, mm. weekend out there for the outdoor right. bar. They do that every year. And they drain the taps. They got a special on uh, growler fills. And our boy Tommy Babs, the pizza god, is going to be out there. So... Some pizza and some beer. Can't go wrong with that. Probably going to watch a bunch of horror movies as well this weekend with the wife. They hand out some candy on on Sunday. But if you're looking for some other stuff to do in and around the cross this weekend, have no fear. Halloween weekend is here. Tonight's The Haunted House Spooktacular is at Bowers Market in La Crescent from 6 till 9. It's also tomorrow night. What? I, I know someone who took their kids there, and the little boy just said, was like, nope, nope, and all the nopes, and had to go sit in the van, like, nope, 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 I think it goes to 930. Nope, nope. Uh, Enchanted Performances presents a haunted house spooktacular at Bowers Market in La Crescent tonight and tomorrow night, 6 all till 930. Uh, $5 <laughs> entrance fee. All CDC guidelines apply, and masks will be nope. required. Remember that. I'm sure they'll have some that they can give you when you show up if you forget yours. Proceeds for this event benefit the Christmas Ring and Run organization. You can find out more 
at AroundRiverCity.com or on the Morning Sickness page at 957TheRock.com. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Something less spooky, Shaw, is tomorrow, starting at uh, 1030, or 10, excuse me, over at Great River Harley-Davidson. Yeah. Pig roast and pig skin party. Ooh, that sounds fun. Going to be serving a full hog roast with sides starting at 1230. They're going to have face painting for the kids, door prizes, demo rides. You know it's going to be almost 60 tomorrow. It'll be great weather oh, to get on Oh, that's cool. Right, right. And the Badger game is going to be on the TV. They play yeah. at 11 o'clock on ESPN. So go watch the Badger game against Iowa. Grab some pig roast. Go for a demo ride. Maybe pick yourself up a new Harley tomorrow. Great River Harley-Davidson in Oak Forest driving on Alaska. Now, every single bar in the history of man is doing some sort of Halloween thing. Yeah. This weekend, Shaw, whether it's tonight or tomorrow night, sure. everybody is. Many of those bars and their activities listed at AroundRiverCity.com. The one that we're going to highlight for tomorrow night is the Halloween Bash 9 featuring live music from Last Call, Sellout, and Ginja or Ginja? It's a DJ guy with red hair, yeah, so yeah, I'm yep, assuming yep. it's Ginja. Uh, doors are at 4 o'clock, so a nice early start, Shaw. Music starts at 5. Tickets are 15 bucks in advance or $20 at the door, and there is a student military ticket for only $10 in advance or at the door. Costume contests with multiple categories, and the proceeds from this event will benefit local animal shelters and the American Red Cross. Again, that is tomorrow night at the Cavalier Theater, the Halloween Bash number 9, featuring Last Call and Sellout. Last but not least, Shaw, three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. No tricks. Just treats. Sunday morning, get up early and get to West Salem. The American Legion Post 51 is having their all-you-can-eat <gasps> breakfast. Starts at 8 a.m., goes to 11 a.m. Breakfast is only $10 per person. Includes made-to-order omelets, pancakes, waffles, eggs, and more. Holy moly, where is this? Yeah, this is at the American Legion Post in West Salem. West Salem, West Salem okay. Uh, wear your costumes for extra treats. Proceeds will benefit the building fund. More details on the no tricks, just treats, all you can eat breakfast at the West Salem American Legion Post by going to AroundRiverCity.com. And there you go, Shaw. Three things to do mm. in and around lacrosse this weekend, a Halloween-themed edition. Uh, we've got a lot of other events happening, and as I mentioned earlier, many of them are online at AroundRiverCity.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want to see on that website, you can post it for free. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.